Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is Sherry Shaw. We're going to be talking with different actors every week about their highs, their lows, their their successes, their their doubts, their fears, and how they overcame them by being courteously aggressive and going for it. So today we welcome Danielle McDonald. I think you guys all know her from starring in Patty Cakes. She just finished finished the movie Dumpling, starring opposite Jennifer Aniston. Bird Box, starring opposite Sandra Bullock, and she's about to film Skin, opposite Jamie Bell, and Paradise Hills, opposite Emma Roberts. So her career is going quite well right now. So let's, without further ado, introduce a woman who I love so much. She's so dedicated and she's so kind and giving to others, Danielle McDonald. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. I know you're crazy busy. (laughs) I'm really grateful to have you here. And Danielle just finished telling me that she just was in 12 hours of ADR. So (laughs) Um, she stepped it up to come here to talk to everyone and to give some positive, you know, advice to actors and tell us a little bit about herself. So how did it all begin? Just tell me a little bit. People like to know people's Uh. stories. Tell me your story. Um, I mean, I grew up in Australia Mm -hmm. and I started doing performing arts classes when I was in eighth grade. Mm. So, uh, dancing, singing and acting and I couldn't sing. Uh, the dancing was fun, but I fell in love with the acting part. Mm. And, um, I think it was just like an hour of improv a week. And then I think as I got into like 10th grade, I started doing more classes Mm -hmm. and, focus more on that and then after I graduated high school I just I wanted to come out here to actually give it a shot because I wasn't getting any opportunities in Australia at the time are there opportunities in Australia there's nothing compared to it's there's not even close to the amount of content that there is here there's like a handful of shows so what in you in that younger age when I'm getting on an airplane I'm flying all the way to California I'm gonna go for this did someone help you did someone guide you who was your core you know well, pocket of positivity. It's not that easy to just be like, I want to go to LA mm-hmm. because you have to have a visa right. <laughs> to be able to work. Yeah. So uh, it's not that easy. So I was in Australia and I did some workshops out here, just learning about the industry out here. And um, one of the casting directors I met introduced me to my managers, who I'm still with. And they are, who are they? Uh, Justice and Punda. Incredible people. Rodney Punda. Yeah, they're amazing. And um, I've been with them since my first audition. And uh, Which is something to be said, let me just interject, about being dedicated and honorable to the people who help start your career. Yes. Which is very important for actors to hear. Continue. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. They're lifelong managers. Yes. That's, yeah, that's number one. Right. But um, they, yeah, they got me an audition and uh, I randomly ended up booking that audition. Amazing. And that's what um, helped me get my visa to come out here. And then I came out here and uh, I didn't get my visa in time to do the project. So that sucked. So you lost a project because you weren't, you know, the visa wasn't going to allow you. So in that, yeah. was that a heartbreak? Did you, how did you overcome that? Uh, by getting the visa. I think if okay. I, I think if I hadn't got the visa, like if I hadn't got that and I hadn't got the job, it would have been very depressing because it would have been like, how do I get out here? But I knew that I now got to come out here and start from scratch. Like, How did you get the visa? 
Um, I mean, the visa, basically, you need like a whole bunch of things. There's a whole bunch of criteria. But one of the things you need is a deal memo. So that deal memo for that oh. project is what helped get me out here. Okay, great. And just like support from the studio, like it, it, it helps. Um, so that's how I initially got out here. And so that was amazing because then I got to have a fresh slate out here and start auditioning out here and I was able to work out here. So that's why I wasn't depressed because at least I had a new chapter. So the negative parlayed you into the positive. Exactly. Totally. And I don't think you can get down about it because it's like jobs come and go. Sometimes you lose jobs, but you just got to keep going until you get the next one. Um, It's that mindset because everyone's human. So if you have hopes and dreams to get that job and then you don't get it, your, you know, your emotional heart, it caves in a little bit. Yeah. So you have to rise up again. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. But it was at the very beginning, you know, and it kind of, mm-hmm. it's almost like, wow, I'm at the very beginning. This already happened. I already have this setback. But at the same time, it's like, I'm at the very beginning. There'll be many more opportunities mm-hmm. to come and you just got to work for them and wait for them. And I mean, it would have been far too easy to just have like a 10 episode guarantee on my first ever audition like that's that's ridiculous you know like you have to work for it you have to I think part of being an actor is is understanding that you just have to stick with it it's perseverance yeah it really is and um that's part of what makes the experiences special Mm -hmm. you know you actually like value when you get a job now you're really we're going to talk about these jobs that you have just finished and are doing but did you ever get nervous or do you still get nervous going in for things? Well, now you're probably getting offers, but when you were auditioning, did you get incredibly nervous and how did you overcome that in the room? Uh, I think I used to get pretty nervous. And then at a sudden point, it... You just said, fuck it. Yeah, I think you kind of have to. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, just, it's hard when there's something that you really, really want obviously, but they're generally the times where I wouldn't do my best because I was overthinking it. So it was better when I just was able to go in and and think, I'm going to do what I can do. That's all I can do. Tell the story. Exactly. And then, and then you try and not think about it. But in the room, in those earlier days of auditioning, when, when the nerves did come in during the read, what, what tactic, what did you do to protect yourself? Did you laugh? Did you just freeze up and just leave and say, that's it? What did you take care of yourself in any way? I just kept going. That's okay. the thing. It's, it's like, okay, I'm nervous, but if I don't do this, then <laughs> I'm not going to be going after what I want to do. Okay, so great. what's the point? I, I would usually be really nervous in outside in the waiting room. That's the hardest part for mm. me. It was that anticipation. But then the moment you go in the room, it's like, I've only got a few minutes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a very short amount of time and all you can do is what you have prepared and fill the room and fill the vibe. So, so do you feel the like nerves kind of go away because I'm distracted. I'm focused Because on you're that. telling that story. Yeah. So you're, you're really prepared in the structure. Yeah. Do you feel like structure has helped you? in telling your story and knowing exactly what you're saying. Totally, because when I'm less confident about the story or the character or what I'm doing, then I'm more nervous. Mm-hmm. So I think just being prepared helps with the nerves. Any tips about your preparation? Um, I mean, I try to be, I, tr- I try to be completely familiar with all the words, like I try to be off book. Um, but I always have the paper in my hand, like obviously for pre-reads, not if I'm like testing or something, but I have the paper in my hand so that I know that 
just mentally if I do freak out it's there like I don't mm-hmm. have to freak out you just mm-hmm. look down it's but it's not really a bad about thing. the thoughts too well yeah. that's the thing so it's it's like if I feel good with the the language then I can just I'm free to be able to do whatever I want mm-hmm. and I don't have to freak out if I forget that I just stay in character because I have the words mm-hmm. there so there's like there's that backup with that so it's not about so it, it it erases that worry with any of the words. Then you can just focus on the story and the character. And I mean, and your mental mindset would leave and just go next. Yeah. Sometimes I would have a bad audition. And I'm like, okay, that was bad. Did you obsess? No, actually the ones that I obsess over were more the ones that I did really well on. It's, <laughs> it's the ones that you do badly on where I'm like, okay, well that's not going on. That's not going anywhere. Like next one. Like, well, when you are obsessing, do you tell about five people, six people? You just keep it to yourself. How do you obsess and how do you let go of that obsession? Actors need to know this. Oh, it's funny. Like my friends will always be like, how, how'd the audition go? And I'm like, it was fine. Cool. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm not one to overly talk about it. Okay. Actually. So you do an internal obsession. Yeah. And I think <laughs> if I'm not talking about it, then it does force you to kind of not think about it a little bit. Compartmentalize it a exactly. little bit. Exactly. Put it in a tinier yeah. box, tinier box, tinier box. Keeping exactly. the doors open for the next Because if you're talking about it constantly, then you're thinking about it constantly and you're just going to, it just perpetuates mm-hmm. it. So I try not to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But... You know, if 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 you're testing for something and you've just like gone into all these stages, it's really hard to not think about it. That's when it's really nerve wracking and it's pretty constantly on your mind. Yes. Um, and it's heartbreaking when you get very close and then you don't get it. And that happened a lot. That happened a lot. To Which me. is to say that you're having a, you're on your success ride right now. But just because other actors are having their ride is is you know the highs and lows of it affect you on a constant basis yeah now let's talk about your comedy okay because (laughs) i just want to say a lot of these movies there was it is a comedy not bird box of course but um when danielle came to me she had no idea about it correct yeah i was pretty bad at it (laughs) (laughs) so what do you think was the adjustment that you learned about making that internal adjustment, that celebration for comedy to be able to add your quirkiness? Uh, I think so much was just getting comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at first I overthought it. And it was more, if if it was a film that had like light comedy moments in it, I was a lot more comfortable already Mm -hmm. because it, that's life. Mm -hmm. It was so much with multicam that just completely freaked me out. (laughs) Because I was like, that's, it's it's a rhythm that you have to learn. It's like it is so structured. Structured, yeah. And it's like how do I do that and then also be in character and make it real? That was the organic. Yeah. yeah, that was the craziest thing to me, and I had no idea. Like I just could not. And so, did you it. feel like? Not that I'm patting myself on the shoulder or anything. Do you feel like the consistency of class really helps understand the vocal tones, the structure, bringing your personality, your own isms into it, and then all of a sudden, what? It just clicked? Totally. I I don't even know when it clicked. I don't even know what clicked. I just remember looking at my work from one spot to six months before that, and I'm like, oh... I think I've. I think I'm more comfortable <laughs> with this now, and I remember you saying, "Like, you're wait, funny." Wait, what? <laughs> what did that happen? It just yeah. I mean, constantly doing it, constantly being uncomfortable, like in front of people and working on it, and you know, not necessarily doing great actually helps you to just keep working on it. I think um, class really helps. Structure really helps. Watching other people in class really helps because we're all trying to 
go through the same thing. You know, everyone is trying to figure this out and everyone has their strengths. Everyone has their own quirkiness that they bring to a role and you have to bring you to a role. That's a thing. 100%. Yeah, people are like, oh, you disappear into a role. And it's like, you need to bring you to a role because that's what makes it unique. Correct. Yeah. So let's talk about patty cakes. How did that all come into fruition? Um, Patty cakes was a long And if you all haven't one. seen it, go see it. Can I see it anywhere right now? Can they yeah, run, they, it's, it's, it's on every plane, apparently. Um, oh, yeah. But it's also on iTunes. Oh, good. Um, it's a phenomenal yeah. performance. But go ahead, tell us about it. It came from... Uh, I mean, I had done my first ever film years ago, and it was a, a pretty small... Like, I was there a lot, but I didn't sail that much, which was kind of the best first film experience I could ask for, because mm -hmm. just alleviated some of the pressure a little. But um, one of the producers of Patty Cakes had seen that movie. And so he put my photo in front of the director. The director uh, watched some of my work and then asked me to come and do the Sundance Director's Lab with him. And the character was a uh, Brooklyn. Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Sorry. Jersey. A Jersey rapper. Yeah. And they just figured this girl from Australia was perfect. He didn't know I was from Australia. To oh, that. I he, love it. He didn't it. know that. And then he spoke to me and he's like, oh, wow, <laughs> this is hotter than I thought. But he just had a strange belief in me, actually. A smart one. I, yeah, I don't know. He was, he's really great. He's, um, he had that about all of the casting. He's mm -hmm. kind of just, he had this world in which he So you had to overcome, you had to become this Jersey girl. You had to learn mm -hmm. how to rap. Mm -hmm. You had to learn that story and understand where her life was coming from, which I assume was very different from yours. Yep. <laughs> and you did an amazing job. Yeah, it was it was completely learning all these new skills and, and understanding a completely different culture. And that was really interesting. And I was really blessed with time on that one. You know, we didn't, we didn't have... Once we actually got a budget and went into production, it all happened very quickly. But that was also something that we had, like we had faith. The mm -hmm. director, me, some of the other actors, we were all hoping this movie would get made. So we worked on it even when we didn't have a job, even when we didn't have the money or any kind of guarantee that this would happen. So you actually had that process. That yeah, amazing. I was practicing rapping in my closet for a year and a half before we went into production. Incredible. Because I, so I hoped that it would get made. And if not, well, now I for some reason know how to rap. You know, it's like, it's <laughs> just crazy. what you do. Well, congratulations on that project. Now, how was it when you got the call that you're gonna be playing opposite Jenner Aniston? Um, did that feel, were you starstruck at all, or you don't really, was it nerve-wracking to be on set? How did that feel? It's funny, because I read the book of Dumplin', okay. and I'm such a fan of the book ah. that I was so excited, because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I get to portray this book that I'm obsessed with. Oh, so even better. That was a crazy feeling, for sure. And then, yeah, I found out Jennifer Aniston was playing my mom, and I was like, this is just weird. Like, I, <laughs> this is such a weird world. It's such a strange industry. Um, and yeah, it was super surreal uh, meeting her for the first time. But then but they're just humans. Th that's just, just it. Just casual. It's right? like literally after the first sentence, it's like, okay, this is an actress who I'm working with, and she's just a good human being who I'm connecting with, and that's it. That's it. Because you've also worked in the past with Diane Lane. Yeah, she played my mom as well. as well. I've had a lot of cool movie moms. You really? My have. mom's a little bit jealous. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you keep replacing <laughs> me with all these superstars. Oh my goodness. Okay, so tell us about the project you just finished, uh, Bird, Bo Bird Box. I apologize Bird Box. for that bobble. Uh, yes. That's also based on a book. It's a thriller, I guess I would say. 
Um, it's, yeah, that was, it was pretty heavy, <laughs> I guess. It kind of coming from Dumplin', which was a little more feel good to going straight into that a week later was. And this is um, with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Which is personally one of my favorite actresses. Oh, she's incredible. She's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. Um, it was, yeah, it's a completely different tone on set. We we actually had, like, a budget for this movie. So all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, what is time? I don't understand this concept. Like, it was very bizarre. Like, I would be waiting around. I was like, oh, okay. Like, this feels wrong. Like, I'm being paid Nothing. to sit here. <laughs> and actually yes. prepare for my scene. But that's the thing. Like, Incredible. And that is what I realized. You sit there, and then when you have to go, you have to go. Like, you have to be ready. So that was a new experience with that. Whereas I'm kind of coming from indie movies where it's go, go, go. Mm, this is very much like stop, go. Stop, right. go. Right. So it was an interesting new experience for me, for sure. But it, it was really, really great. And um, it's amazing when they have kind of the budget for that kind of set Incredible. because you see the crazy amount of things that go into it. I got to see some really cool special effects and stuff like that. It was great. So you played a rapper in Patty Cakes. Mm -hmm. You played, what was the character opposite Jennifer Aniston? What was um, she like? A Texas pageant, uh, rebellious pageant girl. Okay, fine. Very different from the rapper. Yeah. Then you went into playing um, in Bird Box, what was your character? Uh, Very dark, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, a, <laughs> I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, which is why I'm struggling with this. But I, I play a... A dark character. Okay, we'll leave it's, it at It's that. a dark turn. It's a dark turn. Like, it's very much... Yeah, every... I'm pretty sure I'm crying in the majority of my scenes. I was yeah. like, I'm very fragile, Which okay? I'm saying is, like, like <laughs> the majority... All these three different roles, you've been very, you know, lucky and blessed yes. to be able to have a whole array of different characters. Oh, super different. Which, yeah. for all actors out there, there are a whole array of characters inside you because mm -hmm. what's so great about being an actor is that every, every event that happens to you, every... Good time, bad time, happy time, sad time, you get to use it into yeah. your work, which actually formulates the depth of you and the characters that you portray. Yeah. Question. So what are, are these next two films that you're doing, Skin and um, Paradise Hills, Paradise Hills uh, are they very different characters as well? <laughs> well, I don't know if you can see me right now, but oh, yeah. I'm completely tattooed. tattooed. Yeah. So, so we're going back to edgy. Skin is, yeah, skin is, skin is unlike anything I've done, for sure. It's going to be very uh, brutal, I wow. guess. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a thriller like Bud Bucks. It's very much a drama, um, but it's, it's very confronting, and that's going to be entirely something different, just the character. Um, playing a mother. I'm so, so excited that's crazy. for you. Yeah. I just want to say that I love you so much. And you're the kindest you. person that there is. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. If sure. you were to tell actors or anyone listening, a creative entity out there, like the gutsiest thing you ever did for your career to get something, can you say that by being courteously aggressive? Were you ever courteously aggressive? Because you are, because you want it. So what can you parlay out there to everybody and tell them? The gutsiest thing I did... Um, you know, when I met with the director for Dumplin', I was 
just super honest, which was really funny. Um, Cause I feel like so often when you meet a director or, or anything like that, you're, you're nervous or you're, you're trying to be professional and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh God, how do I, how do I do this? And I don't know what to say. Um, when I met with, um, when I met with Anne for Dumplin', it was, I think we sat there for like two hours at a cafe or something, or I think it was a pub. It was very bizarre. Um, and I you was just your truth. super honest. I was like, this is entirely like how I relate to it. This is what I experience. Like I just went super deep there. I was like, wow, this is stuff I haven't told some of my friends. This wow. is crazy. Yeah. It was kind of bizarre because you wanted it and you just decided the truth wins out. Yeah. It helps that she's also an awesome human being yeah. and is super, just real and when people in the industry are like that it's amazing because you can just come together and be real and get to create something awesome but yeah that was just a time where I was like I'm just gonna lay it all out there on the line and if you don't want me that is okay but like this is where I'm at this is who I am love it and I'm kind of like burying my soul to you but if if it's not right for it it's not right for it but I got very lucky in that it was right for us but you were being you were being truthful. So I guess yeah. part of being courteously aggressive is really honoring the truth of you in yeah. that moment. Yeah, that's, so that's it. Because you bring so much of you to a character, you have to be real. Because mm-hmm. if you're not real, then I don't see how they're going to see you in something. I agree. You know? All right. Before we close out, what's the last thing you want everyone to know about you or something that they should just, just go for? Don't give up. What, could, what can you say about that? I mean, just go for it. Don't give up. No, but it's so much about perseverance. I've been out here for, my first audition was eight years ago. I moved out here like seven and a half years ago. And you just, it's like, it's taken time to be able to um, be working consistently. But every year that I wasn't, I was just like, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, you have to have that faith. Because if you don't have that faith in yourself, then why are you here? Like you really need to just keep that faith and it will eventually happen, I think. I don't know, if you, well also if you keep working on it. Like it's a mix, there is timing and luck mixed with hard work and preparation. And you have to be ready for when the luck comes. And on that note, thank you all for listening. Danielle, I love you. Good luck with your next project. Thank you.